everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm Allison Schaefer and I'll be your host for the next 10 to 15 minutes. Folks, we are continuing with the topic of human trafficking. At this point, I'd like to put a little warning in so it can get graphic. It can be very sensitive, a very sensitive topic, so you can be apart or depart at this point, and that's a-okay. So screw in those earbuds, slap on those headphones, turn up the volume, because you are not going to want to miss this. Modern day slavery is alive. It is alive in the form of human trafficking, and we need to stop it. And you know how we're going to do that? You're going to keep listening to this, but you are going to increase your arsenal of awareness about human trafficking, and you will share this information with other people. That's what we need to do. We have to share this information so that we can get it to everybody so we can stop the traffickers. Before I get going into the topic today, or deeper into the topic today, I want to just share some quick facts about sex trafficking. And this is from a website called From Silenced to Saved. These are some quick facts, again, about sex trafficking. One, average age of entry into the sex trafficking industry is 12 to 14 years old for girls, 11 to 13 for boys. Fact two, on average, one victim can make over 300000 in revenue for their trafficker. That can mean they are raped anywhere from 15 to 20 times per day. That one, people, that makes my skin crawl. It makes me irritated. It makes me sick to my stomach. Just thought I'd just share how I'm feeling. Sorry about that. I get a little passionate about this. Fact number three, the life expectancy of a human trafficking victim is seven years. Seven years. Fact number four, the majority of runaways, homeless, abused, and at-risk children are approached by pimps and drug dealers within 48 hours of landing on the streets. That equates to one out of three being lured into sex trafficking. Number five, pimps use the internet, text messages, and digital web cameras to set up dates. We're going to say pimps and traffickers. People, it is a crime that hides in plain sight. So that's why we need to continue to increase our arsenal of awareness. Let's quickly review some of the things I talked about in my episode, first episode, in case you weren't, you didn't listen to that one. What I did is I shared how people are trafficked, and I used three words, force, fraud, coercion. And then I talked about the types of trafficking, and I shared like about organ harvesting, sex trafficking, forced labor, child sex tourism. Go back and listen to that. And then I talked about the signs for um, trafficking. And one big thing that stands out, and I'm going to reiterate it, is one of the biggest 
signs is if that person does not make eye contact, they basically have their head down the whole time. I'm just pulling that one out because I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that. Now, let's dive into what I'm going to be talking about today. We're going to talk about how a trafficker operates. Then I'm going to talk about tips for parents and then how do you protect your child. So how does a trafficker operate? Traffickers represent people of all races, genders, and social or economic statuses. Often a trafficker is someone the victim knows and trusts, such as an intimate partner relationship, employers, friends, and even family members. Traffickers use force, fraud, and coercion to trap their victims. Remember I shared that first episode. Listen to this one, people. Traffickers also create situations where their victims are dependent on them, making it nearly impossible to escape. Now, I need to kind of give, I, well, I need to give credit to where I'm getting this information from. I am in the midst of reading this book that's called It's Not About the Sex. The author is John D.G. Rolamo. Um, he is a law enforcement officer, and in this book, you guys, he shares different stories that are real stories. Obviously, the names are changed, but real stories about how people are trafficked, and at the back of the book are excellent resources. So again, I'm going to tell you the name of this book. It's called It's Not About the Sex, John D.G. Rolamo, and he's a law enforcement officer. In the stories, they're just, they make you cry. They make you cry. It was Actually, a, one young 14-year-old, she was lured in by a 29-year-old. And then um, a mother-daughter are lured in by the mother's um, boyfriend. So just to give you an idea, great, great book. Makes you sad, makes you angry, and it makes you want to stop this atrocity. So let's get back to our traffickers and how they operate. I just thought I'd throw that in there um, about John. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Um, a trafficker might do this. They make promises of a better life. Huh? That's that fraud. They offer legal status or threaten to turn them over to the police. We're going to lose. Yeah, that's a little coercion. They make threats. They become violent. So that is our force. So traffickers have many other methods to control their victims. They might isolate the victim from family and friends. They control and monitor the victim's movement. They continue to make false promises. They threaten family members' well-being or sharing images of them with friends, family, school. They, they are constantly grooming and they use psychological manipulation and create a trauma bond. Traffickers also create situations where their victims are, the victims, excuse me, are dependent on them. For instance, they withhold basic needs in substances such as food, shelter, and health services. They put the victim in a position where they owe their trafficker money. So that's your debt bondage. That's a type of trafficking. And then they could confiscate, they can confiscate documentation and identification. So stealing their identities, social security numbers for fraudulent and criminal activities. 
So those are some of the ways the trafficker operates. And you guys, it is constantly changing, especially with our technology that's going on. So always being aware. Um, if you have children, paying attention to what's going on. So speaking of which, we're going to go into uh, tips for parents. So here's some red flags for grooming that occur to your could occur to your child and just paying attention to some of this stuff. And so I'm going to reflect back on this young girl. Her name's Sierra in the first story. And she actually, all these signs were um, evident and the parents did not pick up on it. They don't know. They don't know. So our tips for parents, people. Um, one is they have a new older boyfriend. Two is new or unexplained gifts. And then they might have a second cell phone that they'll have to use for their trafficking. And number three is a sudden change in behavior. They may become more defiant. Number four is sudden change in dress. Um, they dress more promiscuous. Number five is sudden change in attitude about sex. They don't think it's a big deal. It's like, yeah, whatever. And then number six, secrecy about new friends or boyfriend. And number seven, sudden drop in grades. Number eight, start using drugs or alcohol. Number nine, missing school or quitting sports or activities. And number 10, unexplained nights away from home. Okay, those are tips for parents. Now, 10 ways to protect your child. One, talk to your child and know his or her friends. Remember, we don't exclude boys from this whole atrocity, this crime that's happening. Number two, extracurricular activities and hobbies. Paying attention to that. Number three, know what your kid is doing online. I know sometimes, um, I do have a child, he's 26 now, but um, there would be like a dispute. He didn't too much dispute me about privacy. And I, I hear it from, you know, remember I'm a former teacher, kids saying, well, I deserve my privacy. Well, you know what? There's a certain limit. Uh, parents, you guys, you got to know what's going on online. And I actually later in my Education Beyond the Classroom podcast, I will do an episode about technology and um, digital dopamine. And you know what? Online can be good, but it also can do some serious damage. So number four, about 10 ways to protect your child. Um, it's okay to say no to them. You can say no to them. And number five, spend time with them. Spend time with them. And number six, be the parent, not the friend. Um, be that parent first. And number seven, know where they get things you didn't purchase. So if things are all of a sudden popping up, especially jewelry, new clothes, makeup, etc., um, find out find out where it came from. Number eight, teach your kids about the world. What's going on? I know some people want to shelter their kids. Uh-uh, that's not what's going to happen. They grow up and all of a sudden it's like, wait, I didn't know this was going on around here. Uh-uh. You teach them about the world. Number nine, do not ignore those signs. Talk, talk to your child about them. And then number 10, if it is occurring, please get counseling if need be. 
All right, so that wraps it up for today. I kept it at a reasonable time. So again, we went through some facts. How does trafficker, how do traffickers operate? Tips for parents and then protecting your child. Thank you so much for joining me today, you guys. I look forward to hearing from you. And uh, my next episode's coming out September 21st, and I'll be interviewing a friend of mine, and she is from the Philippines. And remember, I shared first episode, I said the USA and Philippines are the, um, we actually are the highest consumers of trafficking. So um, I'll be interviewing her and looking forward to a wonderful interview with her. Until I hear from you guys again, please take care of yourself. Always make it a great day and keep on learning.